In today's episode, I'm joined by the CEO and founder of Handwritten, David Wax. His company is absolutely awesome. Basically, they will write handwritten letters and envelopes for you, stick them in the post and send them to your clients or your prospects without you ever lifting a finger. And looking at the website and their examples, it is just remarkable how realistic this looks. Like no one would know it wasn't written by a hand because it's actually written by a ballpoint pen. I don't want to give anything more away. Listen in and learn more about this amazing company and what they are doing to transform the world of communications. So the question is this, how do entrepreneurs like us who don't have an endless supply of cash, how do we leverage the best apps, virtual assistants, automation tools and systems to scale our businesses, increase our profits and have more time to do what we love to do each day? That is the question and this podcast will give you the answer. My name is Dr. Steve Day and this is Systemize Your Success. Hi, David. Really great to have you on the show today. Just kick off by telling us what you do, why you're here, and a little bit about your business, and then we can get into it. Sure. Thank you so so much for having me, Steve. Uh, my name is David Wax. I'm the CEO and founder of a company called Handwritten. We are the world's largest provider of robotically written handwritten notes, which is a very small niche, but we're probably the world's largest provider of handwritten notes, too. What you see behind me, if you're on video, is um, racks of our robots. We have 150 robots. Each robot holds a real pen, and then it writes in a very authentic-looking style uh, notes at scale. So it allows people to scale their handwritten outreach. Cool. This is. I was when we first arranged this interview. I was a bit unsure about, you know, what this would actually look like, and you know, how how good can a robot be at writing? But having looked yeah. at your website and the examples on there, and watched the videos on YouTube, and watching it all in action, it is it is remarkable. I'm I'm totally blown away by it, and something that I will definitely be looking into because. You know, as everyone knows, you love getting a letter, a handwritten letter. I don't care if you're the CEO yeah. of the biggest company in the world or just, you know, just someone like me. You know, it's great when you get a letter in the post that's handwritten. You're not going to throw it in the bin. You're going to open it. And is that is that really your your um, the thing that really makes it stand out, that makes it give people a return on investment from, from your perspective? Yeah. So I started this company because prior to this, I was doing text messaging uh, before the iPhone came out. We were sending a million texts a day for for large brands like Abercrombie and Fitch, Toys R Us, Sam's Club, Office Max. And what I realized in doing that, I sold that company and then I realized, you know, gee, we were part of the problem. We're not, you know, we people are now getting on average 145 emails a day into their office inbox. They spend 24% of their time just managing their office email. Um, then you add in all the text messages, the tweets, the Slack, the Microsoft Teams, um, all the other forms of electronic communication, it's really overwhelming. And at the same time, what's totally underwhelming is the quality of mail in your inbox, in your physical inbox. People are ignoring it because we're all lazy and marketers want to use the easiest means possible to get in front of you, which means that's email or text. And then they're competing with all these other email or text providers uh, versus your physical mailbox. It's just full of junk mail. Uh, but really, handwritten notes really stand out. At least in the United States, the average consumer only gets between one and four handwritten notes a month. So versus 145 a day, going down to one and four, you know, one and four a month, 
you really you really stand out. So not only does it get opened, but it gets read and then acted upon. And I have all sorts of stats on how handwritten notes get acted upon. Yeah, I think one of the things that really got my um, my brain cells going when I was actually going looking at this as you know what the potential use cases is, is. It's not just the envelope that's handwritten is the whole letter can be handwritten as well. And that to me yeah. is, you know, like you say, I mean, we were speaking just before we started and um, I work with a lot with property investors and they do a lot of outreach and often they get somebody to handwrite the envelope. So at least they get it opened and they have, you know, right. Hey, do you want to come and work with me? I'll buy your house or whatever it is. But I get these all the time. I'm a property owner and I get these through the post saying, um, you know, do you want, are you interested in selling your house? Do you want me to rent it for you? Whatever. But the, right. hand, the envelope might be handwritten. You open it up and there's just this, this standardized, typed, boring, often well, ill-presented letter. And so without even... And then you feel tricked. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, everything we do is handwritten uh, start to finish. We do work with some property investors that send out offering, uh, offering memorandums to their investors. And in those, they'll send a handwritten note and then they'll also send an, an offering memorandum uh, which will obviously be printed. Uh, but then to your point, you know, handwritten outreach to homeowners and that type of thing. We do some of that. Gets a little expensive um, at scale, but we we have done some of that as well. Um, but, you know, like, for instance, we're, we're hitting the car dealership vertical really hard. So, um, and, and they're used to sending a lot of junk mail. And what they find is when they send out a handwritten note instead of a printed piece, it has 23 times greater response rate, 23 versus that print piece. When you take into account the additional costs involved, because it is more expensive, it takes about five minutes for our robots to write a, a typical note. And then we also have the cost of the stamp and everything else that you wouldn't have in a junk mail piece. It's still seven times better ROI for that, um, for that car dealership to use our service versus these um, printed pieces that get thrown away. So, so yeah, I mean, it absolutely works. And not only do handwritten notes get open and read, typically they get saved. You know, you'll find the reason I started doing this is I started seeing handwritten notes on the desks of my employees and on my own, you know, behind my desk on my refrigerator. Um, so, you know, the retention rate is tremendous. To give you one quick example, we work with a piano tuner in the United States, uh, small business. He goes in your home, tunes your piano, and then he sends you a handwritten note thanking you for the opportunity to tune your piano. He's only in your home once a year. You only need your piano tuned once a year. A year later, when he returns to your home, that handwritten note is often standing up on the piano. So not only is it open, not only is it read, but then it's put on display on the owner's most prized possession, right? Like what else is an email going to do that? Is a text message going to do that? Absolutely not. Handwritten notes have a special uh, appreciate. We have a special appreciation for handwritten notes because it's kind of conjures up days of yore. And it also, I believe, signifies an investment in time that can't be replicated. So yeah. what I mean by that is um, emails, you can pound them out, replicate them, send them out. Text messages, same thing, you can automate them. People don't realize you can automate handwritten notes. And because of that, they symbolize the time it took you to write that handwritten note and people appreciate that time. So um, that's something we're really trying to capture and capitalize on 
is this uh, connotion or you know connoting that you're making an investment of time here. Now, you might not be, but the robots are. The robots are spending five minutes doing it. Or at least you took a few extra moments to think, I'm going to send this person a handwritten note versus do the standard emails, text messages, automated phone calls, junk mail, whatever that is. So um, I, I feel like people really appreciate this. I know when I get them, I appreciate them. So yeah, I'm, I'm very happy with uh, what our clients think of our operation here. Yeah, no, I'm sure you are. I think it's a absolutely fantastic thing that you're doing. And, you know, I, I, nobody doesn't like getting a letter that's actually someone's taken, like you say, taken the time to write. And, and I think that you, you hit the nail on the head. It's this immediate appreciation of, wow, that person, you know, even if it wasn't, you know, even if they got their secretary to write it, somebody right, has exactly. invested the time to write that letter for me, and I'm going to, you know, either you know keep it or whatever. And and I so you can, you know, obviously you can then sign it as well, and you know, it can it, it just looks so authentic. So um, yeah, really cool. So um, what we talked again just before, like how does this process work and with the automation? I know looking at your website, you integrate with things like Zapier and Integromat, and and you know, for mm-hmm. anyone who's not familiar with those things they are basically what called api tools and they allow you to get one of your applications to talk to another so so for me for example i use um a currently use my crm which i also send all my emails out through as we just described and mm-hmm. some of those get open now and again um but they that also holds everybody's names and potentially addresses in as well so yeah. for myself you know if i'm there i've got an existing database an existing list how would I then do something with that? How does it actually work? Well, first of all, I'm glad you brought up Integromat. Uh, Integromat isn't that popular in the States, but I personally love it. And it's a tremendous tool. At first I was like, wow, this, you know, this thing is kind of a, a knockoff of Zapier, but it's totally different. And it's a great, it's a great tool. So kudos to you for knowing what it is. A lot of people don't even know what it is. I think, uh, yeah, just uh, before we move on, like for, if you're just getting into using an API tool like Zapier or Integromat, yeah. I think Integromat, uh, Zapier is slightly easier. Correct. But the potential of Integromat is just far greater. Me being a bit of a systems geek, I love it. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All the time scheduled tasks you can do in Integromat is unique versus Zapier is a more real-time play. Yeah. Getting back to a topic yeah. at hand, um, the easiest way to start is to just download your data into an Excel file and then upload it into our system. So if you want to send 5,000 notes, you download those addresses, use our bulk upload template, and then you send them out. That's the most common way people automate this. Um, If you want to do a Zapier integration or an Integromat integration or an Integrately, um, whatever it is, um, we have tools for those no-code platforms. And there, what you would do is you would connect Let's take Zapier because it's the, the the biggest. You would just say, okay, I use PipeDrive. And then within Zapier, you'd say, okay, PipeDrive connect to Integra, uh, handwritten when I move the deal in a, to a different stage. Or depending on the CRM system, I add a tag to the record. So um, so with Zapier the, or with PipeDrive, the way we do it is we send out handwritten notes at a, per, at a certain stage in the pipeline. We attach uh, handwritten at that stage and then just sends them a thank you for your interest in our service. And then it sends out that note. Um, but you could do this again with downloading, uploading, um, integrating with Zap, uh, Integrately or, or Integromat. With Integromat, 
it's often on a timed process. So every night we'll sweep a car dealership's database. We'll say, okay, these are the new cars that were sold that day. Send them into handwritten and send them all a thank you for your purchase automatically without anybody thinking about it. One of the benefits of handwritten versus writing the notes yourself or using another provider that doesn't have the integration is the integration. It's it's taking it off your hands. You might have the best intention to send a handwritten note to all your, your customers, and you might tell your sales reps, they must 100%, you must send handwritten notes to your customers or you get fired. They will not send the handwritten notes. They'll do it day one, maybe day two, maybe day three. But after that, they're too busy. They've got clients to customers to talk to. They've got, um, they got to clean up their desk. They got, you know, they have all these other responsibilities. They're not going to take the time to sit down and write handwritten notes. It just falls by the wayside, but by automating it, you end up with a higher level of compliance and a more consistent customer journey, customer experience than you would just by leaving up to the sales rep. And a perfect example is a high-end perfume brand that we work with. They have us automate their online purchases. So if you go to the perfume brand and you purchase directly from them, they will send you the perfume and then they'll send you a handwritten note thanking you for the purchase. I walked into a department store here in the States. They had that perfume for sale. I was just pointed out to my wife and kids. My kids could care less, but I pointed out to my wife and I said, you know, we automate their handwritten notes and the sales rep came over and she said, can I help you with this purchase? I said, no, I'm not, I can't afford it. Uh, but, um, we, we do your automated notes for you. And she said, there's no automated notes. I have to sit down and write these by hand myself. And I said, well, do you do it? And she goes, no, I, you know, who, who has the time? I have to merchandise. I have to, you know, I have so many things on my plate. So it's strange that the online brand of a, of the online component of a brand has a more personal touch than the offline. So what we try to do, what we've done for another high-end luxury brand is we've automated both the online and offline purchases um, so that everybody has a consistent experience, consistent user experience from that perspective. So I'm kind of getting off, off, uh, off point here, but basically automation really is the key. Um, and if you can do it with Integramat or Zapier, please do that. Um, we also integrate through salesforce.com, which is a very tight integration. So with salesforce.com, you would add our app through this Salesforce app exchange, which is their version of an app store. Once you do that, you will see all the handwritten notes that are in your account directly within Salesforce. So you can, on your customer um, page or your contact page, you know, you can send them an email, you can schedule a calendar event, and then you can actually send a handwritten note right there. It'll pop up all the um, the stationary is available to you. You select when you type your note, you hit submit. It then records it back to the activity log for Salesforce so that you know and your managers know you send that person a handwritten note. You can also do this within bulk in salesforce.com, but it, it, it closes the loop and keep, keeps trackability of, oh, I called them on Tuesday. I sent them a handwritten note with a $5 Starbucks card on Wednesday. I set up a meeting on Thursday. So all of that is, is very possible with our service. We have a similar integration with HubSpot CRM as well. Um, HubSpot doesn't allow us as tight of an integration, but um, you know we're looking to do more of those. But that's kind of how it works. It's very, very simple to do a Zapier integration. In fact, as I was telling you before the call, Zapier, the company, 
is actually doing a whole profile on handwritten, not only because we're a Zap in the Zap store, whatever they call it, but we use Zapier so much to automate so much internally that they think we're a cool story and they're, they're doing this whole video profile on us, which is pretty cool. That's very cool. Very cool indeed. As you were talking and I was just thinking about where, you know, I might be able to use, and I, you know, a relatively small business and, you know, is there a use case for this? And I was thinking actually two things. One is if I have a call with somebody, say from one of my coaching programs or something, then I could really easily set up that, that call is automated into my yep. CRM. I guess they get tagged, as you said. That could then really easily ping a message to you guys, automated through Zappy or whatever. And a couple of days later, there's a letter arrived on their doorstep, handwritten by yours truly. And yeah, and, and it's or, or funny, they, like the yeah. Oh, sorry, sorry to interrupt. It's kind of funny the uh, the delay caused by the slowness of the post office actually creates a perfect retouch point. So like if you use our handwritten iPhone app or Android app and you, you have a sales meeting, you walk outside when you're in the car after the appointment, you tap out a note and send it, you know, five, six days later when that note arrives is a perfect re-engagement point. So you just kind of have to plan ahead, but yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 No, and again, for new customers that come on, I know I've, when I've signed up for um, various coaching programs or whatever mentorship in the past, when they're the sort of higher ticket, you get something in the post, you know, whether that's a, you know, I don't know, a, a, a mouse mat or something that she, which you end up throwing in the bin, but uh, a yeah. lot of useless rubbish, but actually, like you were saying before, with that example of the piano, like getting a handwritten letter from the CEO, welcoming you to the business. It doesn't matter if it arrives a week or two weeks later, it's a fact that's been done. You know, and that right. hopefully that person's going to be a client of yours for for me as a coaching client. We're not talking about you know in, in a one touch point. It's a that person's going to come on a journey with me, and so if they receive a letter from me that you know a week down the line or two weeks, and I'm you know they're potentially a client for six, twelve months, twenty four months, then it doesn't matter that it's taking that long. And it's just yeah, a fantastic thing to yeah so, yeah yeah absolutely. We um you know again with these car dealers, a lot of them are like you know, this is going to cost me $3 plus postage. And we say, you know, yeah, but you sold that person a $60,000 car. Yeah. You know, can you really think of the ROI, you know, spending $3 on somebody that sent you a $60. Meanwhile, you're spending TV advertising, you know, like it's going out of business and you're blowing your budget there and you're blowing your budget on newspaper adverts that nobody's looking at, but to spend $3 on a customer uh, to thank them full stop for their purchase, not think about try to upsell them. That'll happen. You know, they'll come back to you because they'll see that you care. Uh, but just to genuinely thank them for coming in and choosing you out of all the car dealerships, all the cars. Um, I think that's important. Um, so yeah, yeah, I think absolutely. I know you say the cost so three dollars, but to me, if you think about the cost of a your time as the CEO or the the you know one of the executives or managers in the company, so you work out the cost per minute on not just writing it but finding the pen, finding the bright right. paper, stick it in the envelope, putting the stamp on oh, it, yeah, in the post box. You know, you're probably talking at least twenty minutes per letter when you yeah. add it all up oh, together. Yeah. Okay, maybe your secretary help with some of that, or whatever you've got, but. You know, if you've got your sales team doing that, where are they going to make more money? Writing a letter exactly. or selling something? You know, so exactly. I, I don't think that like for me, it's just a no brainer for cost. I think, you know, yes, there's a cost. Now, when I first saw it, I was like, well, that, $3, that's going to add up. But then when you think about it, there is, it's just, you know, it's peanuts when you think about the potential 
um, of what it can do for your relationship. So yeah, I know I'm, I'm, I'm sold on this thing. It's amazing. So as you can probably tell, I think it's an absolutely awesome thing. So I was really excited when, uh, when, uh, I found that you're coming on the podcast. So really well, if cool. you're ever in the States, if you're ever in lovely Phoenix, uh, come on by, we give tours. Cause, um, it's interesting. Uh, you know, you're all about automation. We're fully vertically integrated here. We build the robots ourselves out of laser cut 3D printed parts. We design our own circuit boards. So part of the office we're, we're building and then the rest of the office we're using what we built. Uh, and we're just adding all the time. Right now is our, if I, uh, I apologize if I seem a little distracted, it's our busiest time of year um, with, with the holidays and everything. So we're put building as robots as fast as we can to put them on the factory line to close out all the orders from this record year. So it's, uh, it's been, it's been uh, interesting to watch this company evolve and grow and find new technologies to implement, like uh, totally off topic, but 3D printing and laser cutting. So as they call additive and subtractive manufacturing have changed our business. And the fact that a small shop like us is able to build these robots pretty much entirely in house is is I think revolutionary and it's all in part, it's all due to um, these new manufacturing technologies that allow us to do this all in house. So it's, it's, it's pretty cool. And uh, I invite any of your American listeners to stop on by. Yeah. Well, I'd be massively keen because I'm a total geek when it comes to robotics. Yeah, cool. So yeah. Yeah. All right, cool. Well, um, I won't keep you. I know you have a very busy time, as you said at the moment. Um, I just one last question, which is going to be on, sure. which, which I, I thought of before, but, international. So I'm based in the, in Sweden. A lot of my listeners are based in Europe because that's primarily where, where, where I'm based. We have a worldwide listenership, but mainly in Europe. So how does that work? And how would it be a practical thing for me to like that case study I said before, if I had a new client sign up and, and then pinged them over to you, what would happen and what would the cost be? Well, we have a client in Canada and we do this on a weekly basis where every time and they want a domestic postmark or uh, stamp on there. So we do mail internationally, which is a slightly higher fee. It's $1.30 per stamp. That's just a pass-through from the U.S. Post Office. If you want us to box up those notes, ship them to you, then you stamp them and drop them in the mail, um, we can do that. We just have to charge you for the shipping and handling there, which our shipping rates are pretty, pretty competitive. Um, but it, yeah, it just adds a few days because then you have to get it on your end and then drop it in the mail. Actually, maybe it subtracts a few days because who knows how long it takes for USPS to go across the ocean. Um, but yes, we certainly do that. We are opening a facility in Ireland, hopefully sometime in Q1, Q2 of 2022. So at that point, we will be able to mail to all, all of the EU um, and, and you know, obviously the UK too. It'll just have a Irish post postmark on it, so that'll be coming soon. But yeah, it's um, it's a little bit of a challenge right now. Uh, we just box it up and mail it to you, and then you have to deal with it. Yeah, cool. Well, it's not that long to wait either, so that's fantastic. All right, cool. I just uh, before we go, I always ask, like to ask a couple of questions if you've got a, just two more minutes to spare. Sure. Um, with I think hopefully this is going to be a good one because uh, you do like your apps by the sounds of it. So yeah. what would your favorite or your apps you can't live without? Just a couple of your top ones you'd like to share. Well, actually, it's Integromat at this point. We've automated a lot of stuff that was impossible with other, I, I will not <laughs> naysay in other platforms by name, but I'll say Integromat has enabled a whole new realm of, of integration opportunities. So um, we use Integromat a lot. We use Zapier a lot. 
Um, but I would say Integramat these days is really very, very powerful um, for us internally here. And I, I think that they're doing a great job over there. Um, the other tool we use quite a bit of, unfortunately, is QuickBooks. So um, for all our bookkeeping, we use the online version, which can be a bit slow, but um, it just automates all the payroll as well and all of that. But um, Integramat, if I had to point out one, it would, it would have to be Integramat. Cool. Um, next question. This title of this podcast is Systemize Your Success. What does success mean to you? Um, success for me is looking at our reviews online and seeing how, how much people like us. Um, I, I, I was fortunate to sell, um, my last company and one of the biggest things from that, I mean, obviously there's a financial payoff and all that, but the fact that somebody wanted to buy the company was just, <laughs> it was, it was very gratifying to know, Hey, I spent eight years on that thing or seven years on that thing. And somebody wanted to buy it. Um, actually I think it was last six years, but, um, but the fact that somebody wanted to buy that company meant a whole heck of a lot. I hope one day somebody wants to buy this company, but in the interim, the loyalty of our clients and how everybody absolutely loves it, um, uh, that just means a ton to me. And then also, um, finding out that people are seeing real results with it that, you know, it just, it's nice to know what you're offering is not a bunch of snake oil. And even though you think, gee, yeah, you know, I'll, I'll send out handwritten notes. This will, this is a good idea, but you don't really have it backed up by any, any data. And if these things work, you just think, ah, I like receiving handwritten notes. I'll, I'll start sending those for a living. Um, but when somebody actually says, no, these impact my business, these are you know, decreasing churn and increasing brand loyalty and clients are calling me crying because they're stuck at home due, due to COVID and they're getting my handwritten notes. Um, that means a lot. The, the last thing that means a lot to me is um, employing people and developing people. Um, that's been an abs absolute pleasure at both my last business and at this business, just watching people grow and change how they think and process information is just very, very personally gratifying. And then also working with people to automate the, the impossible has just been a lot of fun. So giving you a long answer, not much has to do with system, systematization, but, um, but yeah, there's a lot of aspects of running a business besides the financial aspect that um, make it very worthwhile. I couldn't agree with you more. Kindred spirits. Um, very last <laughs> question. Do you sure. believe you can systemize your success and why? Can I systemize my success? No. What I can tell, I think there's a bit of luck. I, I'd be, I, I'd lie if I said there wasn't a, a fair amount of luck in um, anybody's business and anybody's success. However, there's also, and what you can systematize is attitude and um, stick to itiveness or grit. You know, the, the you you only fail when you give up. And so if you can stick with it longer and keep banging your head against that post longer and longer and longer, hopefully if you're, you know, if you keep doing it the right way, you'll come to revelation and, and, and find the correct way to do something. So in, could I systematize it? I don't think so. I don't think I can teach anybody truly how to be a successful entrepreneur, 
but I think you can teach somebody, you know, if you want this to happen, you have to have a time horizon greater than a year or two years, you know, an overnight success often takes eight years. You know, there's no such thing as an actual overnight success. So, um, I, I think that's probably the biggest thing, um, is just sticking to it and, and being passionate about what you do and, and adjusting and, and, um, reacting to what the market's telling you. Cool. Thank you very much indeed, David. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you, Steve. Pleasure here as well. Cheers. Thank you so much for joining me and listening to this episode. I'm well aware there are hundreds of great business podcasts out there and you chose to listen to this one. And for that, I am truly grateful. Hopefully what you heard today took you one step closer to building a successful business so you can share your passion with the world and serve an ever-growing number of people. If you got value out of today's episode, then so will someone else that you know. By sharing with others what has helped you along your way, you will grow your influence and be the guy or girl that everybody wants to know. So please hit the share button right now and also remember to subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss future episodes. It's impossible for me to cover absolutely everything in these podcasts. So please do head over to systemizeyoursuccess.com right now and download the show notes, transcriptions and some of my best frameworks and systems for free. Thanks again for tuning in and being a part of this amazing community. Until next time, this is Dr. Steve Day and you've been listening to Systemize Your Success. Your Success.